0: Hey friends, so I know I haven't done an update for a very long time, but to be fair, not much has been happening, so I'm going to try to kind of collect my my thoughts, because now things are starting to happen, and again, I've been saying this from the beginning, this is my audio diary, if you don't like listening to me talk, don't listen, <laughs> um... I want to remember this. And I'm a journaler. I've been journaling. But it's hard sometimes to, you know, write every single thought down that you have. And it's a lot easier to record it on audio. And who wants that much data saved in their phone? So Anchor is a really great platform. I can have it online. If I don't share it with people, then they don't listen to it. But um, it's cool. There's a few of you now that are you know, collectively listening to everything I put out. So thank you. I see you. And I appreciate you. Um, So without further ado. Hey, 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 it's your favorite podcaster, Kelsey. (laughs) Sorry, it's been so long since I did an update. Again, not much has been going on. So unless you've been living under a rock, you know that Canada has started a trucker convoy, honk, honk all for it. I'm living for it. I, um, have been living in a bush. I have been living in my camper since September. Nothing has changed there. Um, I've taken a few trips to like the Banff area, I went home for Christmas, did a road trip for a month there, got back and, you know, really wanted to get to America. That was kind of what I wanted to do. Um, I had heard a few people were crossing the border without any hitches, so thought that would be a good plan. And then a close family member had tried to get across and was told he wasn't essential. So just the risk of, you know, packing up my entire life, putting my camper in storage or trying to pull it across the border and not being able to get through. It didn't like it wasn't feeling right. So kind of just put that plan on hold. And then the trucker convoy started and I thought I need to see this out. So... And then, side note, I found out, I mean, what? no matter what side you're on or not, you know, we have to agree that this is getting ridiculous. So I watched an interview with an American trucker because a lot of American truckers came up across the Canadian border, and he said he when he pulled up, he tried to hand the border agent his papers. And the border agent said, oh, I don't need that. You popped up on my computer. So they already have the digital ID system forming At the border, which made total sense when I had heard like which friends weren't asked to provide papers, they were my vaxxed friends. And, you know, the one uncle that was told he wasn't essential, he was not vaxxed. So they already have some form of digital ID system at the border in place. So kind of glad I didn't go. Um, I went to the Salmon Arm send-off of the truckers a couple weeks ago. It's been two weeks already since they've been in Ottawa. It's just crazy. And it was so heartwarming and so moving and just so hopeful to be with that many people. And, you know, that was the beginning of the convoy. and We were almost two kilometers of people long standing on the side of the road supporting. It was just beautiful. So... You know, I've cried many happy tears, not like ugly crying, but every time I watch a moving video of Ottawa and the people and the protesters and the support that keeps pouring in left and right from people from all walks of life and cultures and politicians. And, you know, this is kind of I want to remember this. So my big news is I think I'm going to drive to Ottawa (laughs) I'm procrastinating right now by recording this because I want to remember I started journaling. I actually recorded my intro last night and then decided to sleep on my decision. But it was a really good day even just considering driving to Ottawa. And right now where I am, it's like a 55-hour drive. But I did meet a girl um, on the internet from Edmonton who wants to go. She's got family in Ottawa, thinking about taking the camper. And yeah, I'm like 90 to 95% sure as what I'm going to do. So I'm going to spend the day, yesterday I like organized the inside of the camper. Today I'm going to organize the outside of the camper, make some room for some, you know, just packing and stuff. Um, always the type of person that, you know, we prefer help when we're cleaning our house or we're organizing, we're going through things. We're like, ah, if I just have, you know, they don't even have to help you. They can just sit there and watch you. It's just motivating to have another person. And I've been very much on my own um, since my dad passed away. So I feel like, you know, my family didn't get closer. So that was, I mean, it is what it is. You can't make people do things. So um, anyways, the point of this is to fill you in on, yeah, the Ottawa trip and the trucker convoy. So the... Mainstream media, as we like to call them, MSM, likes to report and focus on and hone in on one, you know, one negative thing. There there really isn't a lot of negative things happening out there um, for them to focus on. So they take one thing and they run with it. I've seen videos of them trying to ambush the leaders that they've had, you know, secret recordings and stuff. It's just crazy. Like... I don't want to get all conspiracy theorists on you. This isn't what this is about. But um, yeah, I guess if you're listening to this and you're anywhere along the number one highway between BC and and, uh, Ottawa, reach out to me on any of my social media platforms. Um, I don't have an email set up yet for the podcast. So I will get that. I'm writing it down right now. We'll get that set up. I am going to be creating a new Instagram for the trip so my friends and family can see exactly what I'm seeing, not just from mainstream media or the news or other parts of social media. Um, I want to I'm going to be deleting Facebook once this convoy is over. Um really don't agree with a lot of the stuff that they've been doing over the past year and a half, but I need it still to communicate. It is unfortunately one of the most used social media platforms. There are people creating different platforms like, uh, is it called Telegram? A lot of people are using that. It confuses me. I downloaded it, but I still use Snapchat a lot. Um, that one's not censored, not not private. So yeah, I don't know what the handle is going to be yet on Instagram. Probably something along the lines of a wanderer or a gypsy. I don't want to piggyback off of the Freedom to Convoy Ottawa uh, name for a couple reasons. One, I didn't create it. I don't want to piggyback off of it. And two, there's there's so much out there that it does get shut down a little bit easier. And I want to make sure that, um, you know, I'm available for my friends and family to know that I'm safe and where I'm at. And I also like the idea of this podcast, I'll probably have a couple updates that are just a few minutes long from Ottawa, maybe interviewing some people on the ground. Um Because this way I can, you know, they're not really messing with Anchor yet that I've seen. Podcasts are kind of untouchable right now. So, um, yeah, share this with anybody who you know either wants to come along or wants firsthand information about the journey and what it's. I mean, we're not going to be in Ottawa for a week at least. It's going to take us. I'm not even leaving until Saturday. I have to pack up my entire camper. I've got skirting on it. I've got, you know, winter water hoses that are kind of stuck under some snow. Luckily, it's been really nice here over where I'm at. So things are melting. There's a lot to do. You know, I've been perched up here for a few months. So and I wasn't planning on leaving till the end of March, middle of April. So it's just, you know, I've got like three days to pack everything up. And it's overwhelming for sure. I'm, but I had an epiphany the other day. And basically, I was on the phone with my buddy for like four hours. I haven't talked to him forever. It was really nice. Like sometimes people just need to talk through their own stuff. And I realized after my dad passed away, for those of you who don't know, 19 days after his first jab, he had a heart attack, didn't know he had a heart attack, he thought he was sick, stayed at home for six days, finally went to the hospital and Knowing what we know now, um, we had an autopsy done and his heart, they told us before he passed away that his heart was so inflamed that they could only put two stints in. And that wasn't a a plan either. Initially he was just getting an angiogram. So his heart couldn't handle the surgery and less than eight hours later when his anesthesia wore off. He woke up, had another heart attack, and did not make it. So knowing what we know now, we had an autopsy done. It said you know, myocarditis, inflammation, blood clots. Three of his ventricles were blocked. They shouldn't have done surgery on his heart. He was at home for six days healing. They should have just given him IVs and anti-inflammatories and, and monitored him. And done the surgery later if he still needed it. But, eh, you know, you can't always look back and go, well, we should have did this or we should have did that. All I can do is share my story and share his story and uh, hope that people are waking up to. I don't even like calling it a vaccine, because if you look up the definition of a vaccine, it provides immunity and prevents transmission, so the, the the medical definition of this jab would be a medical treatment because at best it lessens your symptoms, but it doesn't prevent transmission. So we know that now and the narrative of pushing this jab needs to stop because it's killing people. The World Health Organization has 21,000 deaths listed as a result of this vaccine. And here in Canada, our our is it the CDC? That's our Canadian one. Um, they, they stopped the H1N1 vaccine after 25 deaths. So, you know, somebody big needs to step in here and go, look, this isn't working. And they have, we have whistleblowers. The World Health Organization has advised against, um, boosting kids they've advised against mandates at the border they've come right out and said like this isn't working um i'm gonna do an actual podcast about all of the information that i've that i've gathered um i'm hoping to do it with a friend or two i have a couple friends that have done a lot a lot more research than i have which says a lot because i've done a lot of research but they have it like in documents ready to send it to their bosses so there's a lot that uh, we do know from professionals, experts, people that aren't being paid by the government to spit their rhetoric. And then you've got multiple countries that have dropped the the mandates because, I mean, they say it's because they're vaccinated, but in reality, it's not working. <laughs> so anyways, I'm getting super off topic. Ottawa Convoy stands and supports... No mandates for all if you really want to dig deeper into why none of this makes sense, you should read the great reset book. It lays out a lot of this stuff, and they even talk about covid and it was written a long time ago. Um, they plan to have basically a dictatorship by two thousand and thirty, so you do have time to get your ducks in a row, pull your you know pull a bunch of cash out of the bank get it into digital currency, um, sell your houses, rent them out. Like it it goes deep. It could go deep. (laughs) So anyways, I'm going to leave this as a short episode because I don't want to edit it. I need to get on the ball with this stuff. And hopefully I will have an update for you on how to find the new social media by the end of the week. Um, yeah, Ottawa starting Saturday is the plan. So wish me luck and, uh, thanks for listening.